You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey guys, this is Kurt Cousins. You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast. God bless. Dwayne Kaprizov in for a chance to win it. He scores! Kirill, the thrill is for real. Seth Brodziak ahead. Two on one with Niederreiter. He scores! Nito Niederreiter wins it for the Wild. Cut off by Mata. Throws it off front. for the wild penalty shot to tie the game he blasts it oh, oh my what a shot Fiala Kaprizov scores the thrill breaks the seal Minnesota wins in overtime you're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast presented by 10,000 Takes all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wild Takes. I am your host today. For once, they actually allowed me in front of the camera and in front of a microphone as opposed to kind of hiding behind the scenes here. I'm Marlo. Today, we are going to be interviewing Barstool Chief with the help of Mr. Bossman, Mr. Journalist Jake. Chief, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great, boys. I, I love the setup. We were talking a little bit beforehand. You guys seem like like my kind of people, so thanks for having me on. Um, and you guys, I can't thank you enough for how much you'd like help promote the shirt and raise awareness because I, I just... We put it out and it was like trickling with traction. And I'm like, I don't know how to get into Minnesota Twitter. Like, yeah. you know, bars not super big there. You guys really helped with that. And, uh, and, and we, it's been great. So, so far, I think the number is a little bit north of $20,000 that we raised for Children's Minnesota. Perfect. And you guys were a big part of uh, that push. So can't thank you guys enough. And I know you guys had your own shirt that was, uh, sort of similar, and, and you're donating those proceeds as well, correct? Or yeah, yep. yeah, we're not as good as you guys. We, we did partial proceeds because, uh, <laughs> but but no, that's that's hey, awesome. No yeah. We're selfish donations to a children's hospital, except for one person. So good on you guys for doing that as well. So, uh, you know, great cause centered around Ryan Hartman giving the middle finger. So it's it's uh, insane, yeah, how one guy gives the middle finger, and we and like between you guys, between us and him, like raise almost 50k for a charity <laughs> like uh, how does that happen I, w- I was saying the kind of the same thing like uh, an action that comes off is very immature and like you don't <laughs> tell your kids to do flip off somebody and say fuck you like it turned into something good so good things can come out of quote-unquote bad things but i thought it was i thought it was fucking hilarious and, fuck evander well, kane you, you know? gave it to the right guy yeah right yeah perfect no allies if there's yeah. anybody to tell to go fuck themselves it is definitely evander kane mm-hmm. as well too your tire pumping earlier mm-hmm. we're holding you to that that we're that we're counting that as a contract to come onto barstool so we'll sign the paperwork and send it right on over <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> i'll forward this clip to dave portnoy and see what he says there we oh jeez for review <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck are these guys yeah, yeah is that the kirk, fuck is that kirk cousin yeah, so right. They, you'll love them. You'll love them. They're, they're in a basement. They're in a farmer's insurance office. Like, us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Really quick, some backstory for for people listening. So, what I what I was telling Chief before we started is that that famous clip of Dave coming into your guys' office, just just 
starstruck that, that you guys were, you know, you guys, Barstool is a, a multi-billion dollar company at this point, And you, you guys are basically in like a closet in, in a, so was it, it, was it in a farmer's insurance? Like it was basically, yeah. yeah. So the, the real story is that, I mean, it was the most hodgepodge collection of, you know, shared space. Farmer's insurance had actually moved out like the year before we got there and they just didn't take the sticker down. like like, that's too much work but there was a a tv repair guy there was an immigration lawyer there was a uh a a tax lady uh accountant you know there was and then they they ran uh the landlord ran like a property management company so there was like five and then us yeah so you know it was really something else when we would have guests come through for interviews we like you know like Stan Bowman, like came into that office. So, and, and you know, the owner of the Blackhawks came into that office. It's just like, yeah, this is where we were. I, so. I just, I just remember that clip because he comes in with like a pizza and he has a <laughs> yeah. shock look, shocked look on his face. I was surprised that was his first time at the office, actually. Like, uh, I thought he had maybe been there and like the, but the pure shock that he had on his face was priceless, hilarious, like classic Portnoy. You can't even plan moments like that. No, no, they just happen. Especially with the voice being gone and everything as well. What are are you guys doing? doing? But I think that's just so that's on brand. That was like, cause we were saying like where we were in like a small studio in prior, like that you got, that's part of like your brand. Like it's part of that brand. So, so it's crazy. You mentioned all the different types of businesses. So yeah, we were downtown prior Lake here, which is a suburb outside of the cities. And uh, in our building, it was two boutiques. We had uh, massage therapy. We had someone who sold like Asian tea. Uh, next to us was farmers insurance. Are across the hallway, oddly enough. And then next to us, I can't like when we were drilling our TV in in, in that studio. I think we knocked down like 150 bucks worth of product and like some herbal. It like, was like herbal oct- herbal like therapy place next yeah, to us. And acupuncture. Then, and then you just have us. Like we had we had Jason Zucker in that studio. Like we we had all sorts of media people in there as well. So it, it's hilarious how similar we are and just yeah, in, in yeah, that. that office sounds like zen as fuck. Herbal teas, massage, acupuncture. I don't know why you guys would ever leave. <laughs> I know. I, there was a brewery right across the street that that made up for some very unproductive nights. Yeah. Like hey, let's. Uh, let's just go get a couple beers and then no. So from a professional standpoint, we moved to a basement and a house. (laughs) Right. Just to, just to, our neighbors think we're drug dealers because people come in and out constantly. (laughs) Chief, I got a quick question for you. I am just from a personal standpoint, I am probably one of the biggest fans of the dozen trivia. And so what I need to bring up to you, this is very important. At what point are you guys going to stop listening to white Sox, Dave? Like the, the amount of last minute, answers that he gives you that just puts you guys in a mental pretzel just blows my mind yeah so white Sox dave has become one of my best friends so i don't want to like talk too much shit about him but <laughs> jeff you know jeff delo who is like the host and the creator of the show when all like because dave's been accused of cheating he sent me it because he got a question right or he accused of cheating in one of these prior shows at that like at the buzzer yep and i he swears he didn't cheat he always kind of tells me the truth, so I believe him. But Jeff did let me know that Dave had gone like five months without getting a question right on his own. Ooh, so that's, that's tough look for, for my guy, <laughs> White Sox Dave. And, you know, I'm not the biggest baseball guy. So when we had the live show and he's screaming Yankees in my face and it's like, oh, well, I guess I think it's the A's and it was the A's. 
but he was so convinced it was the Yankees and, you know, and we never recovered. That was the first question of the night for us. We never recovered. Well, and you got to trust the guy who's wearing the full kit, the full socks kit as well, yeah. too, with the Q sack number one on the back. I thought one of the toughest things about that show was the amount of hot dogs he had to put down. Ooh. And we recently had to do what was, I don't know if, I'm sure you know of the 993 challenge. Or, uh, 999 well, the 999 is a popular one. We brought it to hockey. Correct. We brought it to Ooh. hockey and did a 993. So nine beers, uh, nine dogs, three periods. Uh, we batted two for three. Yeah. That, so. That's almost more impressive i feel like damn straight i mean the fact that people aren't we don't have a banner hanging in a rafter somewhere i think is appalling i think if we would have be my biggest that would be my biggest gripe with the minnesota wild they retired number one for the fans and that that's you guys gotta start a petition to get that taken yeah that is it's strange and they changed our goal song this year so we used to have we used to have crowd chant which was like electric right like oh the fans would sing and they changed it to shout Get up, you make me want to shout. It's like, oh, man. I, I still haven't got – people are like, you're, it's going to grow on you. You're going to get used to it. You kind of like – you're in the moment. It's a great goal. You, you'll sing to it. But I'm like, this is not crowd chant. Like, it's been crowd chant since 2000, since they became a team. Yeah. And it does not fit at all. I mean, I'm a big wedding dance guy. I love Shout. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be electric as a goal song. But if you guys are saying it doesn't work, it I, I, well, I think I think there's a good time and place for Shout. Like, a wedding is a great time for it, like like gatherings yeah. and stuff. When when a team like gets a game winning goal in the third period, it just doesn't mm-hmm. hit the same. I was gonna say, I think at this point, oh. I, I would take Natasha Bedingfield, and I'm sure you would agree with me on that one. That'd be an electric goal song. That's a, that's a jam. Feel the rain on your skin. Um, but. Uh, we, I'm ready to get rid of Chelsea Dagger in Chicago. Like we've really, yeah. Like it just stopped trying to make me remember when times were good. It was too long. <laughs> I get that. I get that. It's like, it, it's almost like when like you, you have a bad breakup and you want to get rid of all your girlfriend's stuff to just mm-hmm. forget the memories. You almost got to start over. Right. And the yeah. Chicago is just hanging on in the, in the Blackhawks just hanging on to that one sweater that fits just right. And still smells <sighs> like her. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got two sweaters. We got 19 and 88 and then the goal song, which doesn't get played nearly enough because the team is garbage. So I hear that song. I think about like dust in the Minnesota wild and it like brings back all this joy. But when it, when it's the second goal of a six to two loss, doesn't feel the same. Chief, yeah, I was going to say, have just... you, have you seen the famous clip of uh, the wild scoring and the sad Blackhawks fans slouched like this? Uh, I don't. I don't. We know might. We I might have to tweet that one yeah. at you after the interview. But it, it. It would probably define your sadness in a video, especially because I'm pretty sure it yeah. was like a six to two win. <laughs> yeah, in well, St. Paul, too. and he was like surrounded by wild fans. And, 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 just... and Bally Sports North, our TV broadcaster, had it on him for like five seconds. He so was, was just sitting time. there, like just poor guy. It almost it looked staged. Me. It could have been. Who might have been me? I like. I've never <laughs> been there, but I'm not sure that it wasn't me. Yeah. It represents, I think, probably all. Like, I think it, people were saying this represents all of us Chicago fans. Like, people were tweeting at the Chicago fans were replying to it, and like, this represents all of us right now. Yeah, but yeah. we've, but we're like, we've been there. We have been there as Minnesota fans. That disappointment, time and time well, again. I, I that was like you guys were like the cute little team, you know, like ah, like here comes Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just make quick work of them on the, the little speed bump team on the way Oof. to the Stanley Cup. And now it's like you guys are a wagon. And the Hawks are an unmitigated disaster. And it's like we'd never – I was always hoping for a rivalry that would rival what they had in the 80s with the North Stars and Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. My dad talks about it, like how great that was. And it's like we couldn't ever get the timing right. And when mm-hmm. Detroit left, I was like looking around for teams to hate. 
and you guys were in the running with St. Louis, and, and it just never manifested because the Blackhawks fell off a cliff. And that's one thing I got to say as well, too. I get a lot of I get a lot of heat for some of my takes here as well, too. Uh, for a lot of the shit that I put out, don't get me wrong, I, I embrace the controversy, but one of the ones that I've always had was I don't think Minnesota and Chicago, like when it comes to Wild and Blackhawks, I don't see it as a true rivalry because you guys at the point were always very good when we were dog shit. And then now it's kind of flipped. I feel like, I don't know how you feel about that, but can you even call that a true rivalry? If, if like the, oh, the competitive level isn't necessarily there, you guys would just dog mm-hmm. us every single time. There was moments yeah. where we would talk about, Hey, we don't want to fucking play in playoffs. That sucks. I know. And it would always end up happening. I think it was like four years in a row or three years in a row or three out of four years. We played the Blackhawks and we, we knew we'd get our ass kicked. We, we just got, and it was always on a year. We're like, Oh no, the wild could do something this year. Are you fucking kidding me? No, <laughs> we're going to get their asses kicked of Chicago. when we played them in the second round. Yeah. I think it was 13, 14, 15. Yeah. It was just <sighs> like, yikes. Appreciate <laughs> we can play the Kings and just be nice and be quiet. And let's try not to have any guys hurt unnecessarily as we're smoking the wild. But yeah, like, I, I wish that the Hawks could have hung on and that this could have been like the new Norris division like battle. And, and it's just not the case. We're going to be bad for a while, but maybe maybe we'll get you guys in three, four years when you're still on top. You've got all these nice young players, Boldy, Kirill, all the, you know, Rossi's coming. Like I think the Wild are going to be good for, for some time now. Great. Well, and and, around the and we, we personally want to thank you for Marc-Andre Fleury because uh, that was insane when that happened. I, I mean, I love Flower. I yeah. love that guy. Uh, so be, be good to him. Please let him get four playoff wins on the way to the conference final. <laughs> first round pick, and everybody's you know everybody's on the same page. And that's, well, oh, I was just gonna say it's crazy we got him because Flower was literally what stopped the Wild from advancing to the second round last year. Like he he mm-hmm. is it. It blows my mind that that Vegas blew up that team for Eichel. Like. Like Flower was, he was literally like the the rival in the in the in the Superman movie who comes back and fights for the good side the next year. Like that's how we look at it. Well, and, and it's perfect. And like they're they made they chose poorly. It's like the old Indiana Jones thing. Like you chose poorly, and now your face is melting off because they should have. They never should have signed uh, Leonard because we had Leonard too. I couldn't stand Leonard. Awful. All, like, post-game stuff, big mouth. He's all over the place. One night he's unbelievable. The other night he lays an egg. If if they didn't have Crawford, I don't think that Leonard would have had like such a good year because they they like kind of battled and kept each other focused. And then when he was going to be the man in Vegas, is the wheels just came off. So yeah. Leonard kind of reminds me of any sort of basketball player where it's all, for the most part he never really said this, but it was a lot of me 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 shit that would just drive me fucking crazy. I've never seen that in hockey mm-hmm. before. It's a constant basketball thing. But speaking of basketball, can we talk about that scumbag, squishy face, Grayson Allen, real quick? Ooh, a woat, the absolute. <laughs> well, and like last night, like that, the Bulls, you know, they were having a great year, and then um, Grayson Allen took out Caruso, broke his wrist, and they, they never really fully got back on track. And now it's like if you're wa- watching the game last night, and they got off to a rough start, and then Grayson Allen just comes down and like. I don't know, three or four three-pointers the second quarter, just daggers, and you're like, well, this game's over, and it's Grayson Allen's fault. So it's brutal. The Timberwolves are in a very similar state right now. I think uh, basically after the Wolves lost the other night, Cat basically said, well, I'm going to give up at this point. Um, so, you know, it's like we, we can relate on that level as well, NBA sadness. 100%. Yeah. The only way that we've been able to get victories, and I'm, I don't know if you follow along with this, is if there's been an active protest at each game. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we recently discovered security's been stepping up, so that may contribute to our losses. Um, you got to bring Glue Lady back. 
Yeah, glue, yeah. Girl, glue, girl, girl. glue girl and then a chain chick. Yeah. So the so the second protest, uh, she actually chained herself to the to the to the hoop, and, and they're getting better. But I think people have tried to get there, and security is now shutting them down because they all wear the same shirt. Mm-hmm. You need to blend yeah. in like a fan if mm-hmm. you want to get down to the court. I would say we might have to do our part and just protest anyways, just right. to get some something going here. We we protest. What are you guys protesting? Losses. Yeah. Well, it's funny because they're our protesting Glenn Taylor, our owner, and everyone already hates him. It's like protest someone who is contra- more, more controversial than just hated. I know. Like, like Glenn Glenn Taylor is you know he's people hate like you said people don't like him here. People want to people wanted him out as the owner yeah. of the Timberwolves for fucking years. You're not you're going out there and gluing your hand to the floor. Do something a little more interesting or like right. just I don't know like. Protest fucking, I don't know, just protest our team suck, sucking. I don't know. The t- someone well, or, or use an industrial strength glue. Like that, like yeah, not Elmer's glue. Get Elmer's. Yeah, she she claimed, get- I guess she claims she used super glue. But it's I mean, way funnier to just believe that she used but, Elmer's, whether she did or not. But I, I don't think she did. Well, and who the hell has ever been successful at gluing anything, themselves to anything yeah, before? Yeah, even with super glue. Yeah. Literally fucking nobody. But it would have been better if she just took like a five gallon paint drum and just like <laughs> at least oh, ruined the court. Yeah, game to clean it up. Yeah, fucking Christ. Kind of bouncing around teams here real quick. I wanted to ask you, Nottingham Forest, Mister Mario, Mister Mario himself, uh, on with us here. Um, you've learned a lot of like slang, but here's what I want to ask you. We kind of want to get into soccer, and you know, this is a second, second, or I guess a second tier team, second league team, or whatever. Uh, Millwall is one that I've always been interested. I don't know if you've ever seen that story about the the guy on the bridge who took down the stabbers in like the UK. And before he went running in, he said, fuck you on Millwall before taking him down. Probably one of the most badass moments anybody could ever have. Electric. I want to know, 30-second pitch, tell me why I should cheer for Forrest as opposed to Millwall. I mean, you got to find it in your heart. So I got, you know, I've always loved soccer and I always wanted a team. But I never cared, actually cared about anybody except for the United States, you know, in the World Cup or whatever, you know, United States men's national team. And then with the women's, whenever they pop up too, I guess. But I always wanted a team. I tried Newcastle. I tried Leeds. I tried, uh, you know, I tried a lot Everton because they had Landon Donovan. Just nothing felt right. And then my brother was finishing like his, he's 10 years younger than me, he was finishing a grad school program in Nottingham. And got a job last year for Nottingham Forest. So I just started kind of cheering for him and watching him just basically support my brother. And then the more I learned about the team and their history, they got a great logo. They got a stadium that's probably like the uh, Wrigley Field equivalent mm-hmm. of uh, English football. It's, you know, been around. They've been around since 1865. Awesome logo. Everything. Like I just, I've just fallen in love. And they have, they've had a magical year. They brought in this new coach, manager, Steve Cooper, and he just he looks like a family guy cartoon of an English person, <laughs> like that's like a like a di- I hate to say it, a disgusting English. <laughs> the teeth day. is it the teeth? Yeah, the teeth, the hair, <laughs> and just like frumpy. He's perfect, and uh, and so I, I they're just so lovable. They're up one nothing right now. I hope you guys appreciate me coming on the podcast because I've got. Some wagers on this. <laughs> they're up one nothing. I need a second goal, but they're up one nothing. And um, and yeah, it's 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 just been great. And now they're knocking on the door of uh, promotion. Um, and and if you know, I I really if they go up, like I I've become I'm the most hated guy in Darby County because I I do like these I don't know I was just goofing around on the internet like did this 
the coach does these fist pumps. I'm like, I'll do that with them. Like, just who cares, right? No one, like, I've been tweeting into a vacuum about Forrest. I get, like, six people even know who they are. But it got into their, like, stream of, uh, on the you know, their internet. And they're just like, this. they're calling me, like, a child molester, which is. What? They use the word nonce. Nonce means, I've never heard that word. I'm like, what's a nonce? And everyone's like, that's a child molester. I'm like, that's not great. And, uh. Yeah, all sorts of other other insults, but I I love it, and I love hating people, kind of like how I wanted to hate you guys uh, up in Minnesota. I actually hate them because their fans are so obnoxious for like two or three weeks on the internet that it felt feels great to hate somebody, and uh, and I do hate them, and I love Forrest, and like this is you know the line I've been saying when I talk to these people on you know from from England is like I wasn't born into it, but I will die with Forrest. Like I'll be Forrest until I die, and and it's it's been great. I love it. I, do you want to take a second to quick clear your name? Are you or are you, can you confirm whether or not you are a virgin or not? That was probably one of my favorite insults. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, not time. a virgin. Sex multiple times. <laughs> multiple, <laughs> multiple sex, more, multiple sexes. More than once. More than once. Not to brag. More than once. All, the yeah. sexy time. All the sexes. <laughs> All the sexes. I thought that was one of the funniest insults that someone could throw at somebody. Just virgin. Like you're 14 yeah. years old again. Fucking yeah. in the locker room. I, I, look at my face. I get it. It's plausible. <laughs> So. No, there's fu- your your face looks fine. There are people within our company that were like, "Yeah, I think our actual virgin. I think you're an actual virgin, right? Like just by all jokes aside. We got uh, I think 35 total Roughly between right. 12 bloggers. We got five podcasts, a radio show. Yeah, it's wow. it's kind of video personalities. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I didn't realize you guys were were that big of a, of a group. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a blast for sure. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's got, it, it's kind of a, a lot sometimes dealing with certain individuals, but, uh, you know, we make it through, we make it work. I mean, that's part of the experience. You deal with some weirdos too. And, but we're weird too. So right. that's, yeah. it's on brand. That being weird works for the internet. I wish I was more weird at our company being a, a weirdo, uh, that Prez can just, you know, point and laugh at really one <laughs> for your career. I just, <laughs> and I would say, I think the best part about us being weirdos is sometimes people don't listen to us necessarily. I drop like a weird, like Ukraine joke, uh, at a live event that we had for a minute. <laughs> yeah. At a thing. bar in St. Paul. To be fair, uh, it was very clean. It wasn't it like, it wasn't brutal. It was con- anything, wasn't but... controversial, but luckily nobody batted an eye. We were just able to move forward. That's just how, <laughs> how lucky we are that people are like, these guys are fucking weirdos. That's a great space. If you can make, hilarious wartime jokes <laughs> right right well like i'll make one right now like russia really blew that lead yeah <laughs> there there was yeah. there you go there's one right there i was i was gonna say too going back to your to your office i know you're not in that old office anymore your guys new office looks sick as shit like Beautiful. like I, I feel like from what you went to to where you are at now is insane you didn't even like hit hit another spot in the middle matt this is actually the middle spot so we're going to we're probably going to upgrade uh, around this time next year. Oh, wow. um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been great. They did a great job building it out. We got a nice studio, plenty of space, streaming area. We're going to definitely do some like live streams and stuff for the uh, NHL playoffs there. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a, 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 you know we're not all on top of each other with you know we have those studio lights which are very bright. So right. if you're if they're six inches from you because there's no other place to put it because the room is 10 by 12 or whatever it was that gets a little sweaty a little stinky with four big grown adult men so uh yeah the new the new space has been has been great has port and i visited it yet has he been oh we've had a lot of yeah he was here because we opened the bar um he was here for that 
He was here for March Madness. We had a bunch of guys in from for the Masters. So he he's been to the new office maybe okay. three or four times, and uh, and he approves. A lot, I think that's more than he's been to the New York office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. big Miami <laughs> Dave, St. Bart's Day. You so. can't get a tan in New York, so I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying, too, I remember the first uh, – I, I was watching the Chicago Stool scenes, which is probably one of my favorite series as well, too. I'm glad you guys brought that into the mix. But uh, I think like the intro is Dave's walking in. is like, where's White Sox Dave? And it's like, oh, he's, he's late. I'm here day one, and he's late. I, I'm not trying to continue to sewer White Sox Dave. I want to make it very clear that I call everybody a scumbag solely because of White Sox Dave. Well, and also uh, we, have a, we have a rivalry with the White Sox. Like mm-hmm. if there's a team in – in the MLB that we hate and their fans, it is the White Sox from a Minnesota perspective. He, he's kind of in the same boat as me with that, with lamenting that he, they don't really have like Cubs and have the Cardinals, right? Right. White Sox don't really have that. It's kind of like who's ever good at the same time, but you don't have like this generational hate, like Bears have the Packers or the Cubs have the Cards. Like he's, he would love to hate you guys. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so. We love to be hated. Well, I was going to say, if our teams can't can't have a rivalry because they're never on the same page, maybe our fans can. We're going we're gonna to challenge you. So we currently have the world record for the largest beer cup snake. And, 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 and as someone from Chicago, I know Chicago is really where they originated from. So we're, we're challenging the Barstool Chicago crew to build a larger beer cup snake than us so that we can go back and forth in a, in a Larry Bird, Magic Johnson-style rivalry for years to come. You're gonna to have to give me the parameters of what that what that record is. Did you guys do it at Target? So that that one was at uh, the XL Energy XL, Center. Yeah. yeah, at a wild oh, game, wow. actually. Yes, that's some that's more impressive somehow. I feel like. Yeah, but, we didn't uh, we didn't do it like that scumbag uh, company or whatever it was. No, yeah. So the Colorado Mammoth Lacrosse team. They just they just bought a bunch of cups and just put them together and like they didn't put anything wow, in them. It's that, like they didn't that's drink just anything. Cheating. Yeah, it's bullshit. Disavowed. It shouldn't be. It should be. They should be like sanctioned or some shit mm-hmm. for that, you know? Because like we we actually put in hard work. We had a lot of pe- we had a lot of mouths drinking beer. We spent a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of people's health went down the hill for you know making this damn cup snake work, and they they go and cheat. So the parameters are pretty simple. Just an authentic cup snake. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, like how how what's the record? I guess is my question. Right. So we're we're gonna throw the mammoth out of there. Our, ours was uh, what two fourteen? I thought it was like two seventy. Yeah, I think it was like two. It's on Wikipedia. Well, yeah. We have a, we have an event at the White Sox game uh, later this summer. I saw that. Yeah. Where yeah. We're going to have, it's, we, I call it international White Sox Dave day where <laughs> we have like a big tailgate in the parking lot. And then we go sit in the bleachers for you know four hours. There's like a little pregame thing underneath the stadium too. I feel like that would be the day. Yeah. It would be the day for us to really give it a, a strong effort to see if we can, if we'll do it. The only problem is that, Security has like we got in big trouble with the Cubs, or they tried to get us in trouble uh, for promoting it. Basically, they're like, "You guys are inciting danger." We're like, "We're ju- it's already happening. We're just right. yeah, yeah." It, ha- it happened independent of us, but yeah, if the White White Sox kind of let us do whatever we want, I feel like for the most part, so they might get on board. That that would be the time to do it. International White Sox Dave Day. International White Sox Dave Cup Snake Day. I like I like it. Did you guys send a personal yeah. invite to that scumbag Cusack? <laughs> Good luck. We've been trying to get in touch with it because we've had like, uh, you know, like Chelios knows him pretty well. I asked Chelios like, hey, can we like get some, can you play mediator? He's like, nope, he won't do it. And then we asked, uh, we had somebody on for an interview. Oh, the guy from the office, the, uh, we played right. Daryl. Oh, uh, uh, Craig Robinson. Yeah. Craig Robinson. Thank yeah. you. So he was in hot tub time machine mm-hmm. with Cusack and we asked him the same thing. He's like, 
Nope. John Cusack. Like, I can't, can't help you there. What I've is this guy? That. This untouchable? Like you can't, you won't go on any appearances. No, he's just he has a personal beef with White Sox, Dave. Oh, he does. And Cusack, <laughs> has, oh, he genuinely like he went on a Twitter rampage for like a week. Called him like a sweaty <laughs> little like, John Cusack did. Like oh yeah, breath. John Cusack yeah. did. Yeah, it was like very like they talked about it on like oh. you know late night TV. It was like it was like a major kind of viral story, and the the, the funniest part is. You know, someone like our, our social media guy was like, hey, you know, they're just tailgating the parking lot. Hey, Dave, like, there's Cusack. No hesitation. Right. <laughs> it was so like, funny. It wasn't like, are you sure? Is that him? Should I go up to him? It's like, what? Cusack? Go. <laughs> like, like absolutely beeline right to his chin. And um, and Cusack, you know, was at his chin was at White Sox State's forehead. That's kind of the, the height differential there. <laughs> but uh, but that was that it was an all time, all time White Sox State moment. Like he is. Yeah, you know, he's our own little special barnyard animal. There's just no control in it. So a little bit of background to about 10K. Like I, I, we have somebody who I guess is probably similar to the QSAC thing. Is we we can't fucking stand Celine Dion. We have a massive so, beef with her. She got she got her Twitter page shut down because for a little bit her lawyers did because we did uh, we do like the Titanic thing every time like one of our teams wins in overtime. And we used her song enough, and her lawyers basically reached out to Twitter and got our account suspended for it was like five months. We had to start a whole new oh, Twitter. Fucking sucked. DMA. Yep. Yep. It was, that's that's it was, brutal. So I've definitely gotten warnings on that. And I used to do. Um, I had a similar thing because I, you know, I had Panarin and Kane here when they traded him. I had this video set to a Celine Dion song. So anytime they would play or anytime it would like come up a conversation, I just post the video. The video was awesome. Like somehow it was like all synced up to the lyrics were like, cause there was a moment where Kane like fake tried to kiss Panarin and it was like, and I was like, what? And so, but same thing. I got a letter from her lawyer. So I just like went back and deleted all, haven't been able to post it since. Uh, but yeah, there she, she's known as like one of the sticklers about people using her. Right. Well, it, music. You look Fuck at her you. and you're like, you look like a person who's upset at everybody. Like she just, she looks just, just mad all the well, time, like right? resting pitch Karen. face. Karen. Yeah, she's definitely uh, big time. I, Karen. I, I was saying, what are we preventing you from getting? Like yeah. tenth yeah. house? Like it's not what? like we're monetizing this video and getting a dollar for every view. You're, like what you want royalties for a fucking Twitter clip? There's always a new wave of young people, particularly younger teenage girls, getting into Leonardo DiCaprio and Titanic every fucking year. She's getting enough money from she's people. Still watching making money that. from that. Yeah. Movie. Oh, big time streams yeah. the whole thing. So yeah, I think a lot of people have a little fun on the internet. We need let's get Elon in there. Let music, get, yeah, be. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and the also that, guys, I mean, you're you're a real company. Get a burner. That's that's yeah. Story. Well, yeah, that's we, what we do we now. Do. We have the 10k camera roll yeah. that uploads all copyrighted content. You just do the old press and hold bit yep. on Twitter, and exactly. uh, you're good. You avoid everything. And if that if that gets shut down, you just keep creating another. Oh one yeah, and absolutely. Another one. It, it's like the easiest, dumbest loophole of all time. Yeah, like, I don't know. They, like Twitter, Twitter will be hardos with that, but they haven't found their way around that one yet. Yeah. So, so basically, we brought this up because we want to see if we can get an honorary mention on the band list. If we can throw Celine Dion on there at some point. Um, well, I'm on there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You are on the list. I'm on there twice. Unbelievable. So I, I'm probably not the guy for that. And so, so real quick, I want to bring up as well too. Of course, this interview wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for your heart T-shirt, which we unbelievable design i remember i specifically texted the chat when we first saw that shirt i was like fuck i love that design so much more than mine uh, <laughs> i was like this is a sick thing as well too i also want to say thank you as well too because as of right now i am 
this brings up my shooting percentage. I'm two for three on Hartman content. I actually was recently banned because I put together a Heartsy clip that got me kicked off Twitter, uh, where I edited Heartsy's face on a B movie clip. Uh, and it said said something along the lines of, uh, you're just gonna, it had Hartsy's face on it. It's like, you're gonna let him fuck us all to death. Uh, (laughs) and that got me kicked off Twitter and I haven't been back since I'm still, still banned from it. So I just want to say personally, that feels like it should be allowed. I thought so too. So now, now I'm batting two for three. So I want to thank you for this opportunity. I think Jerry Seinfeld's behind that shit. I think he is. Yeah, That's what I'm Jerry saying. He's, I heard he's an asshole. So he I mean, and he was the star and he, of the and he, movie. And he was at Coach K's last game. Yeah, which is so bizarre. Oh, I didn't know that. That's gross, Come on, Jerry. And and everyone's like, oh, he must have went. I think his does his kid go to Duke? Is that what we found out? Is who gives a shit? But I don't care. He's still yeah. What it, just two horrible people under the same roof? Yeah. Fuck him. So as but as of right now, we just hit. I mean, the updated numbers. We're at twenty. Yeah, saw twenty thousand already so far sold. What's our end yep. goal here? What are we aiming for? I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna, you know, see. We're gonna keep it for, up for sale. Uh, I think we're gonna do a shipment here, so the people who have bought them already will will hopefully get them during that first round. And if if they win, you know, and there's momentum, we're just gonna keep going. So I, I want to raise as much as possible. So you know, we we have a really good merch team now, and and they, you know, so it was my idea, but I'm just I, I don't know how to do anything artistic. So I just like text our, our design girls and like, can you guys make this into a shirt, please? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> they came up with that design. Like I just like I texted it to them and they 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 do a great job. And I've always loved that. My my like best friend from college uh, is from Roseville, Minnesota. Oh and, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Right down the road, played yeah. them a lot in high school. Rose, them. Roseville oh, Raiders, yeah. yeah. So home of Marty Sertich. And uh, <laughs> shout out Marty. <laughs> yeah. So we used to go up. Um, for the state fair, like almost every summer, and then would do like a boundary water strip after that. So his dad, his dad worked for a university of Minnesota in the veterinary department. So he would like doing the uh, miracle of life exhibit and would, would like birth pigs, and everyone would be like, "This is disgusting." Exactly. <laughs> I don't know exactly why. the weirdest yeah, things we have. Uh, yeah, it's so bizarre. Morrison, we, and it was, and he would just like pull a piglet out of a of a sow or whatever you call it, and. Like then just reach over and crack a, a diet coke and drink. It was oh. disgusting. <laughs> but he he was a beauty. And so yeah, like I've I've loved Minnesota. I love that that Minnesota nice tag. I felt like that played. And uh, you know, they're just now that with Hulu, like every game's on TV. I'm watching hockey every night. All year long I've just been like kind of sucked into the wild. I like the way they play. Obviously, you know, I, I know Hartsey a little bit and uh so I like rooting for him and, and I just it's I wish they you guys were somewhere else because I you know, like I don't want to have like any good feelings towards the team of the division, but I I like I like watching the wild. So uh and this this seemed like a no brainer because you know he had our I think Hartsey raised uh thirty thousand. So yep. uh, I'd like to hopefully get to at least that. So, you know, we we both make kind of matching thirty thousand dollar donations. Uh and we're two thirds of the way there. So I think if the wild win a playoff series uh against st louis then i think we'll get to that that number absolutely yeah and for people listening you can just buy it on the barstool sports store Mm -hmm. correct yeah we've tweeted the link uh chiefs tweeted the link that's where you can buy them correct we'll be i really appreciate you guys getting me into like the minnesota twitter sphere because i didn't know where to find you guys so 
yeah um, so you guys were definitely a big help of pushing that so thanks thanks again really yeah. really appreciate it yeah Spe- special shout out to the fans who were tagging us in the in your tweet as well too when you were reaching out as well too just want to throw that out there those guys are beauties as yes. well too so. and, and fuck all those people that were were just like ripping on the, this whole situation like oh fuck right. barstool or fuck this shirt yeah, blah, blah, blah. i feel like it was one person it and was. I, I haven't been mad online in a long time. Like genuinely, I was fucking mad online. I was, and I was like, people were like texting me, like, "You're going at this." I'm like, "I don't care. I am actually mad." Like, don't try to subvert and lie to subvert a charitable donation for a children's hospital. Right. What kind of monster are you? Well, yeah, that that's that's what actually will, will get you mad is like you try to do a good thing and and like when yeah. hater when haters come out when you have like a, a tweet or whatever it is what it is but when you try to be a good person and they come out it's like okay back the fuck off like yeah this is this There's is just us reasons not to like me this is not one of them yeah Find something else right yeah. well really quick going back to the state fair you said you, you you guys went every year or you tried to get up here what what would you say is three times yeah. yeah okay so what uh what would you say is your is the best thing to eat there what, what was your favorite because that's a pretty hot topic here i'm 36 so i haven't been since 2009 eight or nine uh i think it was 2008 actually because i remember we were there during the uh the beijing olympics because we would watch the uh we'd get up in the middle of the night to watch the united states play over in china yep so yep. basketball Ah, uh, man i don't i i remember having a turkey leg i remember eating like the world's hottest uh jerky um but i don't you know they had deep fried fucking twinkies and snickers and oh everything. yeah that's yeah and those dangerous slap, by the way dangerous yeah. i i mean i i can't say that anything they're they're memorable okay all these different things that i tried i can't say anything like stuck out as being like that was great it was more of like an experience like i'm just gonna eat this deep fried oreo and, like, <laughs> like it's your job you like you, it, there's a point you don't even want it and you just keep wolfing food down like, exactly back to the coal mine i go <laughs> I love that it's such a thing in Minnesota, or at least it felt like that, where it, I don't even know if Illinois has a state fair. Yeah. It, well, it's a big thing here. And, and I, one of the biggest attractions is the all-you-can-drink milk. Right. Like a right. dollar all-you-can-drink milk. It's the most bizarre stand that gets people it's, just... Yeah, it's literally the most Kirk Cousins thing that we have yes. in the state of Minnesota is endless milk. We did a well, bit there. Our, our other guy, Eddie, who's like, you know, I love Eddie. He's my favorite. Before he was with Barstool, he used to... He's such a weird brain guy, but he would run a, uh, a milk drinking competition, like with just like his buddies. And I kind of, there's gotta be, whether it's his cup snake thing or something, I, I want to pitch a road trip to the boys. Absolutely. Maybe we'll go up, we'll donate, we'll drop off the check to the children's hospital. We'll take in a twins game, wild game, something. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go up to Minnesota kind of for spite. I might start vlogging Minnesota Wild stuff. I'm going to be, I hate that guy so much, but I want to come up there. And then if we could time it with the fair and get Eddie into like the, uh, the milk drinking, uh, yeah, thing again, yes. you, sh- you shoot us a phone like, call. A lot of synergies with Minnesota and <laughs> Chicago. You shoot us a phone call. We will gladly drink milk for the bit. Mm-hmm. We'll be there. You only, we'll, we won't have to blink. We'll be there for you. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a blast. I'll be in the Kirk Jersey doing the, uh, milk bit. Yep, because it's the most it Kirk is. thing ever. Even though Kirk says he doesn't do it, other right. than your face. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like he, I don't know. You probably haven't seen that much, but he does like an impression on Kirk, and 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 he went I to have. the all you can drink milk stand, and he was like pretending he was drunk and like throwing up and shit. <laughs> hey, Julie, you got to pick me up. Uh, <laughs> too much like milk. So, so real quick here, you said that. So now that you're going to become like a Minnesota guy, but you're clarifying that you're not going to be a Minnesota Wild fan. Is that correct? 
I mean, I want them to go to the conference final, so I will be tweeting, rooting, watching all that because I am completely self-interested. I want that first-round pick because uh, the Hawks currently don't have one. So I would love to get into the first round, courtesy of Marc-Andre Fleury in the wild. So I will be genuinely rooting for them then. But my my brother, who introduced me to Nottingham Forest, has since taken a job with the Florida Panthers. Oh, okay. So that is my actual team I will be rooting for the most in the playoffs. But I got I got a little place in my heart this year for the Wild. We, we can make you a temporary fan. We can make that happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're temporary. You get up for a playoff game. If you do, uh, you'll, you'll be a fan for just the playoffs. Right. Well, they did someone in their department, in their marketing department or something reached out to me during the whole shirt thing. And I, I kind of want to just go up for spite. Like I wasn't yeah. planning on making a trip, but now like, I just want to be like, Oh yeah, you hate Barstool, uh, SB nation guy. The wild don't hate me. I'm at <laughs> yeah. the game. Crazy of them, so fuck off. Oh, it drive people nuts. If you were there. Like yeah. the people that hate, the, no, I mean, like we would love having you there. A lot of people would, but those those yeah. haters, especially SB Nation, yeah, fuck right. him, yeah, right. Like they, they'd be like, oh, why is he at the game? He's not even a fan. It's like, yeah. well, yeah. And follow up question, I guess, to that real quick here as well too is, uh, it, it, so unselfishly. So obviously, there's a lot at stake for the Chicago Blackhawks if we end up making the Western Conference Final or even Flurry like balls out during uh, playoffs here. But unselfishly, where do you honestly see the Minnesota Wild finishing out in playoffs? I, so I like I like the way St. Louis is built too. They got great D. They're tough. They're physical. They've been through the battles before. They got Ryan O'Reilly. So I think they're a little, maybe a little bit better down the middle. Um, no offense to my guy Hartman, but uh, but you know Ryan O'Reilly is he's he's a stud. I I think I think that's going seven. I think that'll be the best series of the first round. Like most competitive, we'll get overtimes, we'll get fights, we'll get it'll be like musty TV. I'm so jealous of you guys because that's what the playoffs is all about. That's what you get up for. You kind of like I, I remember thinking of like the the regular seasons preamble. Like all right, like this is a box you have to check until we get to see the L.A. Kings or Vancouver in the playoffs. Like that's what you that's what you wait all season for. Now you guys have it the first round, St. Louis. You get by them, I I think that they can play with anybody. I love the Wilds D. I believe in their goaltending, especially now they have Flurry in case something, you know, Talbot, who knows? I know he's had a great year, but I'll never fully trust that guy. They got a game breaker in Kirill. Hartman is a playoff kind of guy. Uh, they got a lot of, they got a lot of playoff kind of guys up front. So, and you need, you need game breakers in the, in a, and I always thought that was something that really separated the Hawks from the wild. Like Grise, you know, great player in his prime, but. We get Sharp, Osa, Kane, Taves. Yeah, like, they, they would just have these guys where it's like, if they have a chance, they're going to bury it. Carrillo's a guy like that. Yeah. And, uh, and they and they play the game the right way. So Carrillo's a 200-foot player. Like, they – I'm in on the wild. I, I think that – I think that it's not out of the realm that they could go to the go to the finals. Like, I, I really think they're that good. And and I think that they're they're tough enough where they could, they could push Colorado around theoretically. Colorado's obviously way more talented, but – they haven't exactly been a, a force in the playoffs since with this current group. No. So uh, it's not, I, I, and I don't trust their goaltending either guy that you guys should know very well. Mr. So, Darcy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Darcy. So, and they had Dubin right. too. So, I, I, I would say that the wild have the edge in net in that series. And, uh, and then I think they got a little bit, they're a little nastier, a little tougher, heavier team than, than Colorado. Well, it was hilarious how, like, right at the the deadline, Billy G's doing everything right. He brings in Middleton and Delorier, who are just two guys who look like they came out of like caves. Like, I don't know where mm-hmm. where he found them, but they're just two tough guys. Like Middleton, full stash. 
yeah. missing all of his front teeth. Then you have Delorier who just he just fights people. That's he's, his job. He is a hockey guy. He's a hockey Every guy. Every night you can get a picture of him just doing up yeah, bruise. Just bloody. This guy's a hockey guy. I, I could do endless manly things and I would never reach their level of actually never. being a man. It's nope. insane. But uh so I figure we don't want to take up too much more of your time. We honestly really do appreciate you coming on and out. Where can everybody find the shirt? Fellas, I got time. So whatever you guys want to do, it's this is the I first got time. first ever chief two hour interview here. I love it. I was also I was I was really hoping though. I wanted to say real quick, I was really actually hoping that you'd be negative on the wild because I know as soon as we lose, this is gonna hurt more than anything ever has in my entire mm, life. Yeah. We're always so used to kind of sucking and just being kind of terrible that this team can actually make a dent, mm-hmm. and it's gonna kill me but if they end up losing. I'm petrified. I'm petrified for the playoffs because they have continuously gone in and this is the high. I mean, this is the best team they've had in franchise history. This isn't the Parisi, Granlin, Charlie Coyle teams that were okay in the regular season, but we just lay an egg. Gabrick. I mean, I love Gabrick, but that's all they had. The stats speak for themselves. Like they put up a graphic yesterday, a top five wild franchise point scorers. Mm -hmm. And three of the, three of the five are current players, which is insane. Prisov obviously beat it. Then it's Marion Gabrick, which had a strangely young picture of him. Uh, (laughs) Like way too young. Yeah. (laughs) High school photo. It's like a high school photo of Gabrick on the graphic. Then Kevin Fiala, and then it's like Zucker and Brian Rolston. Yeah, another random. I mean, and then, but it's strange. Yeah, the guy who just would do a slap shot and penalty shots. (laughs) It was great. It was, that was actually good hockey. I love that move, too. Hosa used to do bust that out every once in a while just skate right into the top of the slot and just hammer it far down like that's unstoppable that's a hockey guy that's another manly ass thing for you to do and like that's just a man as a guy from chicago i gotta go back going back uh to talk about crawford quick uh what did you what did you think of the the crawford chant that road fans would do all the time like the crawford what was that annoying to chicago fans I thought it made everybody who was doing that look so stupid. Like, yeah. honestly, like it, Crawford's reputation got maligned basically because of one game in the Stanley Cup final in 13 where he gave up five, but they won the game. Like, he, like, and from then on, he could not shake, like, oh, like they're trying to get chance his name. He's just going to continue to stand on his head. Yeah. He was, he was like one of the most underrated goalies uh, going. I mean, he had, it's a, it's a, his best years actually came when they were on their way down, uh, like 17 when they, they, they finished, they got swept by the press, but they won the West Crawford and Scott Darling had, they were both and the, the Hawks were not good defensively that year. They both had like Vezina type years. And I think they might've won the Jennings. Like they were, mm-hmm. they were awesome. And it was just, you know, his best years. And he probably could have won, uh, con Smythe and, in. uh, in 15, like he was, he was in 13 too. Other than that one game, he was awesome. So I don't know. I, I always drove me like, not crazy. I was just like, you guys sound stupid. Like he's not a liability like this. Like if you're paying attention, you know, he's a really, really good goal. It, it's that whole, they don't ask how they just ask how many. And it comes to W's yeah. when it came to Crawford. I remember specifically defending him all the goddamn time. Like he's, they're fucking winning. Shut up. Well, like, <laughs> I, I don't think though, there'll be a worse goalie chant though. than uh, who's the Kraken's goalie. 
Grubauer. Grubauer. So Gru. every yeah, they just do Gru like every every time he even just like remote if it just bounces off his pad and he doesn't move. Gru. Yeah, it's I like, mean they're learning up there. <sighs> it's new to him. It's new to him. Well, yeah. even Wild fans when we had Dubnik, they some fans would like it every time Dub. It's like hey, this guy is 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 on his way out he now. Would, he would just like, skate out and collect the puck and then pass to someone during a power play. Dude, it's like, it's like stop. It, and it was in like year four when like we need to we need to move on and yeah. people are still yelling it like we stop. But I had to you bring know, up yeah. Had, yeah. Like, the skinniest spaghetti arms I've ever seen on an age. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. His, he had like there are some pictures I'm like when, obviously not when he was in his pads, but he'd be like training, I'm like how are you in the NHL? You're an athlete. He's <laughs> athletic looking guy. It's, it's I've ever seen. It's the opposite of the Phil Kessel complex. It's right. It's polar opposite. Polar opposite. Yeah. Just the most shocking body in the world. I, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I just had really quick. I also had to bring up the Crawford champ because I was at the, I think it was 2015 game three of the, uh, the second round when we were playing the Blackhawks, we lost one, nothing Patrick Kane scored. I was at the game, unbelievable Hot game, shit. but it was this wild fan. I think I've told you guys about this, but he was standing up and just would not shut up. He used yelling Crawford the entire game, as even a wild, wild fan? Wi- as a wild fan. Well, yeah, I mean, because we're like the road shut fans, right. you know, that, but the whole game he was yelling it. And even wild fans were getting pissed off. He called some guy's girlfriend a bitch and all this stuff. <laughs> and he got arrested. He got arrested at the top of the section when he, but he, he was like yelling Crawford and someone would tell him to shut the fuck up. And he would turn to them Crawford, like wild fans, like he stood up the whole game. He, it was, it was. This guy was trash. From the chant to getting arrested is quite the leap. Yeah, like. it's like because we would get into it a little bit, like the entire crowd. But it's like the first time they did it during the game, everybody was quiet, and you just hear him crawl the whole game. God damn it's it! Disgusting. If you're gonna do that chant, you better be up three nothing at the end of one. Yeah, that's like, a sin. It's the same yeah. guy who yells shoot on the power play every fucking time. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter uh, half wall, down low, shoot. Well, the the, be- the best bit to do is when it's kind of like a breakaway and you just yell skate at the, t- <laughs> at, at the top of your lo- – like you mm-hmm. screaming, skate, skate, shoot. It's the state of hockey, but we got a ton of dumb fucking people oh, yeah. in the state. It blows my mind. Chief, can I ask you a question? I like this. I want to ask this question about a little bit of Chief history here, uh, recent history. Are were you disappointed that the Aussie Guillen pose didn't take off as a as a pose for everybody to do with their people with with just their uh, someone that they like? Kind of does. Like I, you know, because now we have like um, like a kind of a photo op um, place in the bar where they have like you know like I don't know if you guys have that in Minnesota where it's like an Instagram neon spot mm-hmm. all the bar all the new bars in chicago seem to yeah, have ours that. have those some of the coffee yeah. shops and yeah. like yeah like that picture like i i probably get sent a picture like that like maybe once a week i've just stopped <laughs> i've just stopped retweeting it and then i know i like i've been asked to recreate it with people too it's like all right yeah sure we'll, we'll do that picture it's fine I think it needs to become like a staple whenever we meet somebody. Like if we ever get another like wild player on, or for, for heaven forbid we get, or I mean, hopefully we do get like Billy G. That's the first thing I'm gonna do is place my hand on his chest, like the like the best engagement phone you've ever seen in your life. Is and then like, did, this, did this guy just touch me? Kiss that guy on the lips. He's made the wild like a legit. You know, they're gonna. I think they're gonna be good for a long time, and it's all because of Billy G. Yeah, dude. And Billy's Billy's our savior in this in this state right now. I mean. Just, 
He's just done everything right. He's 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 uh like we say, he's just a walking like smelling salt. He's just mm-hmm. always on top of things. Like in that one video, can I use the plane? And then even the owner's like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, well, he like, he was gonna go pick up Flurry in Chicago, and he goes, "Can I borrow the debt or the jet?" <laughs> and Leopold, the owner's like, "Fuck yeah!" yeah. And it was it was it was like it was like when you ask your dad, like, "Hey, like, can I take the car?" Yeah, <laughs> it was great. I mean, great content, but the, 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 the environment and everything, the atmosphere is just, it's way different because our, our GMs usually like, they kind of, it's like they're walking around glass and shit. Like they're just, they don't want to like get rid of, they don't want to like cut ties with these quote unquote Minnesota guys and shit. Bill Guerin's like, fuck that. He just gets rid of Parisian suitor right out of the gate. (laughs) He doesn't care. Yeah. And I think that was, you know, we, I don't know if those two guys were good for the culture. I think no, that right. they were, yeah. No. So I don't know if that, that story is out there, but yeah, they, those two guys need to be well, removed in order for this ascension, I, the new core to solidify their spot. Well, and I would say, I remember specifically, I, this pissed me off to no end. I think I even wrote one of my introductory blogs to 10K was like, uh, Parise is the most boring fucking man in the world. He wanted to eliminate the flyby after goals. And they did it for a short little while. They would score a goal, whether it was they just went up one, whether they were up five or whatever, which never happened. They would just skate to the center ice and just get ready for the next face off. It's like that's the most dull, boring. Yeah, come shit on, I've ever heard you're not just life. there to play hockey. You're also putting on a show, man. Like it's, have a personality. Imagine being a like, fan. Scoring goals is hard. The vibe should be high, exactly. right? Yeah, but yeah. he's like he's like act like you've been there before. This isn't, but this isn't bantam hockey. This is the pros. Let the guys have fun. But I remember specifically he said that, and I was so upset. I've yeah, I, I would say we need to do the opposite. We need to get crazier with goals. Like when mm-hmm. someone scores in soccer, you brought up soccer. It is fucking electric. The entire team will run to the corner of the field mm-hmm. and this guy will take his shirt off, like, off like he just won the championship. That, that's what we need to do. Tarps off every single time. <laughs> so <laughs> have you seen? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Chief, tell us where we can get. Uh, we'll wrap it up here. Like I said, we right. got to get back. To, can we get a score update on Nottingham real quick? They won one nothing, which is not quite ah, enough for my purposes. Okay. But uh, wins a win. This team's going to the Prem, boys. They're going to the Prem. Hop on now, Nottingham Forest. We believe. Uh, but but yeah, uh, you can go to store.barcelosports.com. It should be on the first page. Um, and if you're interested, we have all the descriptions of where those proceeds are going, right to Children's Minnesota. Uh, and yeah, it's the response from Minnesota people has been great. I, I mean, we're, we don't have a huge presence in Minnesota. Uh, so it's, it's just been, it's gotten into their, you know, in front of their faces kind of organically kind of through you guys, a couple others. So, uh, and yeah, his response has been great. Can't wait to actually get that uh, check or wire. I don't know how we're doing it, but to, to present that to them is going to be, it's going to make me feel good. Should make you guys feel good too. And, uh, and yeah, thanks again for having me and thanks again for, for promoting the shirt. Absolutely. I mean, it was an absolute no-brainer. The shirt's unbelievable. We Anytime you can support Children's Minnesota, that's massive to well, us and, as well. Too. And also follow yeah. Chief and Barstool Chicago. If you like 10,000 takes, you'll like – I feel like there's so many similarities with what we do. And, you know, we're, we're Midwest guys. That's really what it comes yeah. down to. Mm-hmm. Correct. And then, yeah, like, I, I feel like this is this is going to be a nice little marriage here for us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, obviously, we'll get a little heated as we start to get to football season here. No, no I doubt. hope I hate you guys. That's, oh, you will. to hate you guys. Yeah. So. Yeah, and hey, like I said, the cup snake thing, I think that's a great idea. That that could implement another level of hate that the fans mm-hmm. can get involved with as well. Yes. Absolutely. I, I will I'll talk to our people because you know, we, 
I'll, I'll see if we can get that organized for a White Sox day there. Love all right. Love all right. It. Love to hear it. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Don't hesitate to reach out. Let us know when we can come on out, whether it's the current office, newest, newest office. We'd love to come and visit as well, too. But we all want to say thank you again one more time. This has been a blast. Keep your eyes peeled out for some of our tweets. We're going to keep firing that out across Instagram, all platforms as well, too, for the uh, the new the, the, the Minnesota Nice shirt, which is just fucking gorgeous. So yeah. thanks again, Chief. We appreciate it. Hopefully you enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it. We'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, thanks, boys. Go.